0: Hey fam, hello, 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 fam. It's been a minute, okay, but your sister's here in the name of Jesus. Family, I gotta tell you about what has been going on in my life. Okay. So uh I don't even remember exactly when it started. I think it was like the week before last. I just has been facing so much opposition. And this morning, the Lord told me to come on here and talk to you guys about what has been going on in my life. So, like, I want to say it felt like depression because I just felt like blah. Like, I just felt like, ugh, like everything around me was just, like, irrelevant. And I just felt like I just... I, I just wasn't feeling myself, you know? I was just feeling like some days I just felt like I just wanted to scream to the top of my lungs. So it was just it was just very much, right? And then I was having these thoughts like I'm not good enough, that um I can't do what God said I could do um, I, that, that the Lord has left me. I was having those different thoughts and feeling That's warfare because those were all lies. They were all lies, but it's uncomfortable when you're in the midst of that because it's war. It's a war and we are in a war and it's, you're not supposed to feel comfortable in war. You're not. War is very, um, very, you gotta be very, um, adamant in war. You got to be very consistent even when you face an opposition. And family, that's what I was facing. I was facing a lot of opposition and I just felt like I wasn't close to the Lord. Like, I felt like I couldn't feel him how I usually feel him. But I knew it was all lies. I knew it was all lies. And I knew that no matter what, I'm not giving up on my Jesus. Like, that's out. That's out. I know my Lord has not brought me this far to leave me. His word says that he will never leave me nor forsake me. He said he will not abandon me as an orphan. So I had to stay and keep my feet planted in the truth. Yeah, that enemy trying to throw daggers. But I was like not my Jesus though. I know if my god brought me this far he got a plan let me tell you something okay let me tell you something so i want to read you um because the lord he was talking to me even in the midst of it but it was just like me myself i just felt weird and out of place like even when i would go out i just felt like nothing around me was real i felt like nothing around me was real and that it was just me just standing there like and nothing else mattered like it was just weird it just felt like Everything was fake. So, I'm going to come and strengthen my brothers and sisters because, listen, here, that enemy is a liar, okay? He is a liar. So, I want to talk to you about the Amalekites, and I want to talk to you about facing opposition. And first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you the definition of opposition. Okay? Okay? Opposition means, hold on, resistance or dissent, dissent expressed in action or argument. A group of adversaries or competitors, especially, especially a rival political party or an athletic team, the principal political party opposed to the one in office. And then the example is, The definition of an opposition is a conflict, resistance, or disagreement. An example of opposition is the the Occupy Wall Street movement, the action of opposing or of being in conflict, an opposite or contrasting position. And that's how it was. Like, I know I'm breaking through. I know I'm going into the land flowing with milk and honey. But it was resistance there. It was like something is, was blocking me from doing what, what I know I should be doing, families. It was, it was very weird because... I just didn't feel like myself. I was like, your sis was quiet. And let me tell you something, your sis ain't never quiet. I always got something to say. And it was like, I just was at a loss of words. It was just like, I, I didn't even want to speak. You feel me? But then God, first he told me, well, first we talked about the Amalekites. And then he took me to Nehemiah chapter 6. So what I want to do is, I want to take you to Nehemiah chapter 6 real quick. And then we're going to go talk about the Amalekites, Okay. Um, Nehemiah chapter 6, continued opposition to rebuilding. Sam Ballet, Tobiah, Gijam the Arab, and the rest of our enemies found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remained. Though we had not yet set up the doors and the gates, so Sam Ballet and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But I realized they were plotting to harm me, so I replied by sending this message to them. I am engaged in a great work, so I cannot come. Why should I stop working to come and meet with you? Four times they sent the same message, and each time I gave the same reply. The fifth time, Samballot's servant came with an open letter in his hand, and this is what it said. There is a rumor among the surrounding nations in Geshem tells me it is true that you and the Jews are planning to rebel, and that is why you are re- are building the wall. According to his reports, you plan to be their king. He also reports that you have appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim about you. Look, there is a king in Judah. You can be very sure that this report will get back to the king. Excuse me, family. So I suggest that you come and talk it over with me. I replied, "There is no truth in any part of your story. You are making the whole thing up." They were trying. They they were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. So I want to stop right there, right? And family. Relate this back to your life. You've been doing what God has told you to do. You've been re- rebuilt in the ancient ruins. You've been doing what God has told you to do, and it's like people have claimed and lied on you. They tried to oppress you. They try to uh, intimidate you, and it's these spirits behind these people, right? but you know what I realized with all the lies and all the all the hate and all the slander I've noticed that I gotta have a strong spirit of determination I asked the father to give me an anointing of a determination because I need greater determination to get through what I'm going through and I'm praying that over you today in the name of Jesus father give the person listening an even greater spirit of determination because that's what's going to get you you through you gotta be determined to get to the other side you gotta want to press the mark do you hear what i'm saying you got to want to press the mark if you don't have a greater determination with all the enemy is trying to throw at you you are going to fail but you see how it says so i continue to work with even greater determination with even greater it has to be greater do you hear me it doesn't feel good when people lying on you and you know they're trying to cheat you and you know they're trying to intimidate you that those things don't feel good but you just gotta you gotta have tunnel vision and jesus is at the end of the tunnel do you hear me that's the tunnel vision that you have to have you gotta press through you gotta keep on pressing the mark do you hear what i'm saying Yes, in moments you might feel like, what is this all worth? I want to just give up. Yes, you might have those thoughts, but you rebuke them. You send them back to the pits of hell and you go and you press the mark. You keep on going. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not how we feel because faith is going to go against what you feel. Okay. The promises that the Lord has gave you is it surpasses what you feel. You can't give in because of the way that you feel, because that is a distraction. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. Later, I went to visit Simeon, son of Delilah and grandson of Metabel, who was confined to his home. He said, let us meet together inside the temple of God and bolt the door shut your enemies are coming to kill you tonight but I replied should someone in my position run from danger should someone in my position enter the temple to save his life no I won't do it I realized that God had not spoken to him but that he had uttered this prophecy against me because Tobiah and Sanballat." Had hired him. They were hoping to intimidate me and make me sin. Then they should be able to accuse me and discredit me. Family, listen the enemy will be like why don't you just get up why don't you just quit why don't you just go you know this situation this, this is more than what you can bear this is more than what you can handle you sure God put you in this you sure God brought you, brought you here you sure about that those are the lies that he will try to say to try to intimidate you but you gotta be like that's not so that's not so because I know if my God has brought me this far he has a plan for me it's God who created my life and it's God who's in control of my life he died for my life and for me to have it more abundantly so I will not believe the lies that you are saying to me in the name of Jesus who hallelujah it's power in the name of Jesus I need somebody to understand it's power in the name of Jesus hell trembles at the name of Jesus do you hear what I'm saying do you hear what I am saying to you You got the weight of the Lord behind you. Although it might not always feel like it. God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He says, nothing can separate you from my love. Nothing, not, not, not heaven, not hell, not earth. Nothing can separate you from the love that God has for you. And the one thing the enemy will try to make you do, he'll try to make you feel like God doesn't love you no more. That God has left you. And that's a lie who Jesus let me tell you when I was driving down the street I was listening to the song and um he was like, you know why Satan is so mad at you? Because he ain't got no evil to attach to you. And that's the truth. It's, it's, it's He's even more mad because now you done cleaned up your life. Now you don't sin and do the things that you used to do. Now he can't get you to go fornicate. He can't get you to cut somebody out. He can't get you to drink. He can't get you to smoke. So now what he has to do is attack your character. Now he has to try to intimidate you. Now he got to try to steal your identity. Now he got to try to make you feel like you alone but you gotta hang on to what God has said and you have to know that God will not lie to you. God's word will not return back void. Hallelujah. Why would we need faith if our if our life was always daisies and rainbows? Why would we need faith? The faith is for the hard times. The faith is for the hard times because I gotta trust that what God said to me is, is so. I have to hold on to the scriptures and believe that God's gonna bring me through. Hallelujah. Do you get me? Do you get me when he can't attach evil to you down now. He's gonna to try to either use people around you or he's gonna to try to just intimidate you with these thoughts. Everything that goes on in your mind ain't you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Every thought that cross your mind don't be yours. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? You gotta know how to weed it out. You gotta ask the Lord, Lord, what is going on in my mind, Father? Help me regulate my mind. Get into the scriptures and and find out what the truth is. You got to find out what the truth is. You ever be sitting there and you might be watching a show or you might even be talking to somebody. And you might ask somebody what happened and two people tell you totally two different stories about what happened. And you don't even know which one of them is telling the truth because a lie be sounding good sometimes sometimes a lie can sound good and it's like you gotta have that discernment to know and it's the same thing in your mind you gotta be able to discern what is going on up there do you hear what i'm saying because every thought's not yours every one of them's not yours hallelujah it says, remember, oh my God, all the evil things that Tobiah and Sanballat have done. And remember that Nodiah, the prophet, and all the prophets like her who have tried to intimidate me. So on October 2nd, the wall was finished just 52 days after we had begun. When our enemies and the surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. They realized this work had been done with the help of our God. Jesus, you're going into the land and you getting what's yours. you getting your birthright. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? All that is trying to come up against you is a distraction. To try to distract you from what the Lord has said. But God is still moving things. He's still shaking things up. Because listen, you're gonna go get what he said is yours. Do you hear what I'm saying? And your enemies will be laying there frightened and humiliated. Because, the, it, listen, listen, some people People, right? God, and tell you a big promise, and you might tell somebody something with a small mind, but you just gotta know that you know what the Lord has said to you, and you don't need nobody else to cosign on what the Lord has said to you. You just gotta know who your God is. It's not—it's not about convincing other people about what God has told you, but it's about you knowing and you believing and you trusting and you let the Lord handle those people. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. During those 52 days, many letters went back and forth between Tobiah and the nobles of Judah. For many in Judah had sworn allegiance to him because his father-in-law was she- Shekaniah, son of the A- of Arab, and his son Jehotham, was married to the daughter of Mishal, family, son of Berkiah. They kept telling me about Tobiah's good deeds, and then they told told him everything I said. And Tobiah kept sending threatening letters to intimidate me. Family, listen... Think it not strange when you go through fiery trials. Think it not strange, but counter all joy. Counter all joy when your faith is being tested. Count it all joy. Let me tell you something. These couple of days where I have just been like, what is going on? Hallelujah. What is going on? Why? Why has it why is it like this? why why i went to bed one night good and then i woke up the next morning just stuck but I thought it not strange, even though I couldn't put my finger on it. I said, I think it not strange when these things happen. But I know, I know that you are just trying to distract me because the promise, my milk and honey is right there. The promise is right there and it's mine for the taking. Do you hear me? And I'm, you not about to do me like the Israelites that was afraid to come into the promise land. No, I'm coming in and I'm getting mine and I'm slaying the giants in my land because it's mine and it's my birthright. Hallelujah. And you know how I'm slaying these giants? Not by my might and not by my strength, but by the power of God. Hallelujah. It's okay to feel powerless because it's not about my power. It's about the power of the true and living God. That's what it's about. Because the enemy wants you to feel like you feel powerless. He'll try to make you feel powerless, but it's not by your might. And it's not by your strength. Hallelujah. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not about how you feel. Yes, you are. Supposed to feel weak because God says He will renew your strength. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. God don't you if if He can't do nothing with if you feel like you got all the power, He can't do nothing with that. You gotta know that you gotta depend on the Lord your God. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Do you hear it? Hallelujah. So then I want to start talking to y'all about the Amalekites, right? Because that the Lord was talking to me about. The Amalekites, hold on, where did I put, oh. sorry y'all, my nose is stuffy, um, it says, so I'm going to give you a little brief summary, and it says, Um. this is what the Amalekites did, hold on, give me just a second. Give me a second. Okay. The Amalekites hold on. As as a people, the Amalekites were identified as a recurrent enemy of Israel of the Israelites. This rule appears in several stories. In Exodus seventeen, that's where we're about to go to. Amal- Amalek Amalek makes war against israel in the wilderness joshua is ordered by moses to lead israel in battle and moses watches from a hillside right so they were just going to the to they were they, they was leaving egypt and they were just going into the land that was theirs they was on the way and the amalekites decided to wage war up against them you get what i'm saying And we about to read it. Let's go to Exodus Exodus 17. Because the Lord brought it to me. It blessed me. Because all I was doing is minding my business. All you are doing is minding your business. Serving the Lord. And it's like, oh, oh. I didn't know I was walking into a war zone. But guess what? I trust my God because it's my God that was leading me through. My Lord knew that it was a battle coming up. Hallelujah. And that didn't make him turn, but it's so I could see his power. It's so I could see his power. That's why. Hallelujah. You know what the Lord said to me? He said, I'm setting your enemies up for an ambush. Hallelujah. I'm setting them up because they're coming at you one way, but I shall flee them seven. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. It's a setup you feel like they all everything humming at you at once it's a setup for a takedown and you just gotta believe it you just gotta believe it who Jesus you just got to believe it okay so let's go to verse eight so um Exodus 17 verse eight by the people of Israel were we're still at repent oh, Re- Re- hold on y'all refitted them the warriors of Amalek, Attack them. Moses commanded Joshua, choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow, I will stand at the top of the hill, holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. So I want to tell you something, right? It's about having that, that stature of praise. It's about praising God no matter the circumstance. Hallelujah. Those that the enemy is telling you, you should give up. You gotta just know I gotta praise them. And then listen, even when you getting tired, that's why Aaron and er- Her was there because it was about we gonna help you praise the Lord. We gonna help uplift you because yes, it gets tiring. Yes, your arms have been held up in praise. Yes, this battle is going on I see you got the praise and your arms getting tired. Let me hold you up. That's what it's about. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get it? Moses' arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and her found a stone for him to sit on. They Then they stood on each side of Moses holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek and back. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses, I need you to know something, right? Some people might be thinking, well, why would God lead them through the wilderness where they, he knew that they was going to attack him? But I just said, it's so you can see the glory of God. who Jesus? You might not be doing anything wrong and then that warfare hit you, but God, just know God knew it was coming. It's for a purpose. It's to see that your God is Jehovah Nisi. Do you hear me? That he is your banner. That you got victory in Jesus. Do you hear what I am saying to you? It's not always about God. God's going to purposely take you through some things because he needs to show you who he is. He got to show you I'm who I said I am. Who Jesus. And the only time that you can see those things is in your weakness. He says, my grace is all you need, but my power works best in your weakness. Who Jesus. My power works best in your weakness. Do you hear me? It doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always feel good. But I thank my God because, listen here, it's in those battles. It's in those battles that I see the strength of the Lord. who Jesus. It's in them battles. Hallelujah. When I'm just strolling through and, you know, I'm just having my good days. Those days is good. Don't get me wrong. I love my good days. But it's in those powerless moments that I see the glory of God. Who Jesus? There's something in me. I hear give up. I keep hearing give up. But it's something in me that's embedded in me that says, no, you keep pressing the mark. You keep going. You're not giving up. It's, it's, it's an inkling in me. It's what the Lord has placed inside me. He placed that spirit of more than a conqueror inside of me. So I have no choice but to be more than a conqueror. Who Jesus? Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's in those lies that you can find out what was inside of you. When the enemy is coming up against you, when he's coming up against your mind, you get to see what has been placed inside of you. Do you get what I'm saying? We don't know all that God has placed inside of us, but it's in the battle. It's in the war that you can see the supernatural strength, the supernatural being that's within you. Hallelujah. You begin to see Him. Hallelujah. Because you'll be feeling like everything around you is saying give up everything around you is saying it's over you feel like you you, it's a part of you that feels defeated but it's just something that won't let you go who Jesus and his name is Jesus that's who won't let you go hallelujah he says I will hold you up with my victorious right hand do you hear what he is saying today in the name of Jesus hallelujah he gives strength to the weak and power to the powerless. Do you hear me? Do you hear what I am saying? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses write this down in a scroll as a permanent reminder and read it ab- aloud to Joshua. I will erase the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built. Y'all hear my dog? Y'all hear my dog? Mercy. No. Listen, y'all. She be be trying to get her a couple seconds. Moses built... An altar there, and named it Yahweh Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner. He said, "They have raised their fist against the Lord's throne, so now the Lord will be at war with Amalek, generation after generation." This is a battle that's been going on from generation to generation. But you hear what he said? He put up your banner. Put up your banner. You could call him Yahweh Nisi or Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah! Whichever one, whichever one. Hallelujah. I'm reading out the NLT, right? But put up, put up your banner. Put up your banner and tell everybody around you: my God is my victory. Hallelujah. That my God is my banner. That's what it's about. I know that I'm walking through and I know I'ma keep going. Because it's it, my God's not going to leave me. He's not going to leave me. Who Jesus? We read in Isaiah 43, right? <coughs> Excuse me, me, He's listen. I'm about to read it to you real quickly. Hallelujah. Hold on. Y'all hear my kids? Uh, they're just hold on. It's just a lot going on today, y'all. All right, let's um, let's read. Just let's start at verse one. But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you, O Israel, the one who formed you. Says, "Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. And you know, what I kept on thinking about." Like I kept on hearing songs and they all kept on saying, Um, Talking about Peter walking on water. All they bars was about Peter walking on water. I just kept on hearing it. And I just started picturing in my mind. The Lord just standing on water in front of Peter. And Peter saying, Lord, save me. And the scripture said, immediately, God reached his hand out. Jesus reached his hand out and he saved him. Who Jesus. So I knew that even though I could feel the water coming up. I felt the water at my chin, hallelujah, that all I had to do is say, God, save me, Lord, save me, and immediately he's going to pull his hand out. Do you hear what I'm saying? He's going to put his hand out. He's going to save me. Hallelujah. That's what I know, and that's what I need you to know. You will not drown. You might feel the water. You might slowly feel the water coming up, but if I serve the God that says you will not drown, Who? and I know he's not a liar. I know that my God is not a liar. Who? Jesus? Jesus, you got to believe him. You just got to believe him. He says, I will be with you when you go through rivers of difficulty. You will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Who Jesus? Hallelujah. So the Lord knows these things is going to happen. Why would he say, why would he say that when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go, to rip, go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. Because God knows. Because he knows. And he said, I know what's going to happen. I am the beginning and the end. I know. But just remember, I am with you. And I will not let you drown. I will not let you be burned up. Yes, you see the fire. Yes, you will feel like you're being thrown into the fire. But he says, you shall not be burnt up. You shall not be burnt up. The flames will not consume you. It's in the fire that you get to look around and see that the flames have not hurt me. The flames have not consumed me. Family, there has been times I felt like I was losing my actual mind. Do you get what I'm saying? I felt like I'm losing it all. What I thought I had, I'm losing. Right? Right? But that's not so. God will tear some things down to build you back up. Who Jesus. It's some strongholds that God got to tear down so he can give you the right, which you, you need, the right foundation to be on. Hallelujah. So when something's all you know, you do feel powerless. But that doesn't mean that what you know is the right thing. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Your mindset is this, 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 and this, but God is showing you, listen, three times three doesn't have to equal nine. You get what I'm saying? Three times three can equal 22 if he wants it to, because he is the Lord's your God. And who's telling the Lord he wrong. If he say three times three equals 22, who's telling God he wrong, Right. <coughs> (coughs) But you have been conditioned to think three times three is nine all this time. The Lord is showing you no. I've been trying to show you that with me, all things are possible. All things is possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy one of Israel, your savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your, free, for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. Who Jesus. Do you hear what he said? He says, I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. I need you to know something, right? That enemy wanted to be you. First of all, he wanted to exalt himself over God. Hallelujah, right? So, that's how he ended up getting kicked out, right? Right? Y'all with me? So, then you got to think about it. Not only was he defeated then, then God made him. Human beings. Then he made his his people. Then there's us, okay? There's us. And we have, we are made in the image of God. God has placed his spirit in us and he has told us that we are more than a conqueror he has told us that we have authority and dominion he has told us that he has given us power over all of Satan's devices do you understand how sick he is do you know how sick he is that you just keep losing every day when we wake up our eyes is another day to defeat the enemy he's mad he's big mad but you can't worry about that because you people want to stick on the fact that the enemy is mad but you forget that he's mad because you got authority and dominion that you have power over all his devices that's why he's mad do you hear what i'm saying that's why he's mad yes he hates you but would you be more mad that the person you hate has all the authority over you wouldn't you be mad Don't stick on the part that he's mad. Stick on the part. Find out about this authority and dominion that you carry. That's what you worry about. Fear not. The next scripture, the next verse says, do not be afraid for I am with you. Do not be afraid of the enemy for God is with you. For he is with you. Yes, in moments, it doesn't feel like God is with you, but he's there. Do you know why that those moments? Or more, he's with you, like, he he's, he like, because God's always with you. But let me, um, let me, how can I word this, Lord? In those moments that you feel like God isn't with you, he's with you because that's when you need him the most. That's when he's definitely swinging his weight around because you feel powerless. You feel like... You're alone. Guys, those are the moments that, that your enemies is surrounding you, and God is telling them, don't you go that far. Don't you touch a, a hair on their head, better not be harmed. So it's in those moments. We be forgetting that when we feel the enemy coming up against us, that you you can't, the Lord has told you how far you can go. And he told you how far you can go because he knows what I can handle. He knows what I can bear. He knows what he's placed on the inside of me. So he told you how far you can go because he knows I can withstand it. But you know what? In those moments, he'll lie to you and make you feel like you can't bear what God has said. But God knows what he knows, okay? He's showing you what has been placed within you. Hallelujah. You know, it's always the within. We got to go back to the within. God is showing you what he has placed within in you hallelujah don't be afraid for i am with you i will gather you and your children from the east and west i will say to the north and south bring my sons and daughters back to israel from the distant corners of the earth bring all who claim me as their god for i have made them for my glory it was i who created them it was the lord who created you and he has created you to bring him glory hallelujah do you know that in your suffering, you are still created to bring him glory? Hallelujah. Because when the enemy is coming up against you, telling you to give up on God, no, I'm going to glorify my God. You're, I'm not going to give up on my Jesus. It's in those moments that I still bring glory to my Father. And you know how it is? It, you be tricked. It, in your mind, you believe the lie that you're letting God down. But the fact that you won't give God up, how are you letting him down? You're not turning your back on him. You're in a battle saying, I'm not giving. Up. I'm not giving up because there's something in me that just won't let me. Who, Jesus? It's something that's placed within me that won't let me do that. I just can't do it. It's just the way I was built. Hallelujah. I was built on loyalty to the Father. Hallelujah. And you got to believe it. Who, Jesus? You got to believe it. Who, Hallelujah? Bring out the people who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. Gather the nations together. Assemble the people of the world? Which of their idols has foretold such a thing? Which can predict what will happen tomorrow? Where are the witnesses of such predictions? Who can verify that they spoke the truth? But you are my witness, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. You have been chosen for that. He says, you are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. You have been chosen for that. You did not choose Jesus. He chose you. Do you hear what I'm saying? So you can't give up in a battle because you didn't even choose to be in the battle. Because you, the Lord chose you for it. You didn't choose it. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. I, yes... I am the Lord and there is no other savior. First, I protected your rescue. Then I saved you and proclaimed it to the world. No foreign God has ever done this. You are witnesses that I am the only God, says the Lord. From eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I have done. Who Jesus the Lord's promise of victory. Who said that again? The Lord's promise of victory. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sakes, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships. They are so proud of. I am the Lord your holy one, Israel's creator and king. The Lord is saying, Hallelujah, my children will have the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! I hear the sovereign Lord speaking and he says, my children will have the victory. You tell that enemy in his face today, I have the victory. Hallelujah. I have the victory. That's what you got to say in that enemy's face today. I have the victory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all the chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me, and the jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. I have made, my, made Israel for myself, and they will someday honor me before the whole world. But dear family of Jacob, you refuse to ask for my help. You have grown tired of me, O Israel. You have not brought me sheep or goats for burnt offerings. You have not honored me with sacrifices, though I have not burdened you and wearied you with requests of grain offerings and frankincense. You have not bought me Fragrant calamus or please me with the fat from sacrifices. Instead, you have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your faults. I guess I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and I will never think of them again. Let us review the situation together and you can present your case to prove your innocence. From the very beginning, your first ancestors sinned against me. All your leaders broke my laws. That is why I have disgraced your priests and I have decree decree complete destruction for Jacob and shame for israel who oh, jesus family family It's opposition going on. It's resistance going on. Because listen here, we are crossing over to to something mighty. Hallelujah. We are crossing over to something very mighty. We are getting ready to glorify the Lord. Do you hear what he says? Listen, I'm about to take you back to the top where it says, hold on. Verse 21 I'm, I'm, I, I made Israel for myself and they will someday honor me before the whole world. Hallelujah. We are walking into honoring the father in a mighty way. And that's why we are facing such opposition because the enemy knows that he is about to be getting a black eye over and over. He's knowing that we are about to stomp his neck over and over. Hallelujah. So it's some opposition there. It's some resistance there because when God brings you out of that situation, hallelujah, you want to give him. And much glory. That's why it's been so hard. This battle has been so hard. Because listen. God is like listen here. Once you get out of this. You're going to praise me. You're going to worship me. Remember the man that that, that he healed the ten leopards and only one came back? You're that one that's going to come back. Hallelujah. You're the one that's going to come back and bring him much glory. Hallelujah. And he says, you have been made whole. Who, Jesus? The Lord is making people whole in the name of Jesus. You just got to believe it. Just believe it. No, you got to have this mindset. When I get out this battle, who, I'm going to be equipped with all I need. Who, Jesus? Jesus because listen when Jesus left the left the wilderness he was equipped with all that he needed who Jesus the enemy yes he was tempted of but he was he was equipped when he got out that wilderness he was equipped who Jesus and then guess what guess what he shook some things up the Lord does shook hell off the hinges after the wilderness and listen he said greater things you will do because I am with the father who Jesus if the Lord shook hell up he said greater things you shall do do because I am with the Father. Who Jesus? You just gotta believe it. You gotta believe what the sovereign Lord is speaking to you. Hallelujah. If the Lord saying you moving mountains, you better start proclaiming that you a mountain mover. It don't matter who don't believe you. It doesn't matter. Who Jesus? Some people was looking Jesus in the face and they couldn't, their hearts wasn't couldn't, their hearts couldn't fathom that he is who he said he was. Who Jesus? So when people look at you, sometimes they're not gonna be to see it, Their heart's not receptive to see who you are, but you just gotta know what God has spoken over you. Who Jesus? Let me tell you something, family. Who God is mighty, He is mighty, He is doing it, He is doing it, and it don't matter who don't believe you, He is doing it. Who Jesus, you know that God gave you a promise and He will bring it to full uh fruition. He's gonna bring it to you, He's gonna do it, okay. He will bring it to a complete end. Do you hear what I'm saying? Believe it. Believe it. Who, Jesus? Believe it. I don't care what it looks like. I know what my God said. Who, Jesus? I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it looked like. That's what you got to say. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care that your mind can't fathom the promises over my life. Because guess what? It's not for you to understand it. Who, Jesus? It ain't for you to understand it. Hallelujah. But I know what my God has said. Who, Jesus? Who, Baby, Lee, your sis is very hype. <laughs> but I gotta. My bad, Joel. My bad. <laughs> I had to get that together. But, family, I am like very hype because I know what God is doing. I know what we are walking into. Who, Jesus? And it's a mighty move of God. That's what I know. Who, they are not strange when fire and trials happen. They get not strange. Who, they cannot not strange when you see that enemy coming in like a flood. Don't, don't think, don't, just don't think it's strange. But, hallelujah. Note that. You might be coming up at the Red Sea if you don't understand why God, Why? God why, why are you surrounded by this big body of water. Why would God bring you to the Red Sea? But he brought you to the Red Sea to show you that I will not let you drown. Who, Jesus? That's why he brought you to the Red Sea because he wants you to know I will not let you drown. And I want you to know that I am the God that swiped the Egyptians under the sea. Who, he want to show you it. He wants to show you it. Yeah, you might see your enemies surrounding you, but no, it's a set up for an ambush who jesus no it's a set up for an ambush hallelujah believe him believe god believe him and lean not to your own understandings lean not to your own understandings do you hear me okay (laughs) family i'm getting ready to go But just remember, what's for you is for you. And can no demon, devil, and hell take what's yours? Can no demon, devil, and hell do it? Hallelujah. You have authority and dominion. You got the power to crush all of Satan's devices. And you got to remember that. Who, Jesus? Remember it. Remember you are more than a conqueror. Remember that if God before you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember that the weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. Remember that. Remember what happened at the cross. Remember that it is finished and that the Lord, he shook the whole earth. Hallelujah. He shook the whole earth up. Remember what happened on the cross. Remember who got the keys. Who Jesus? And remember who said he is giving you the keys. Did the Lord say that I will give you the keys? Did he say that? Didn't he say that I will open a door for you that no man can shut? And I will shut a door that no man can open? You got to know who your God is. Who Jesus? You got to know and you got to believe it. Who Jesus? Just know it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Who glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yo, Glory be to God. Because he deserves it. Who? So family, I will let y'all go. I will let y'all go. Let's say this together. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.